This episode of Experiences You Should Have is brought to you by Soul Blends, handcrafted in Oregon from botanicals to bottle, multiple healing balms, salves, and moisturizing products to bring life to your skin. Check out Soul Blends and use the code EYSH to receive 10% off your order. And in the moment that you look up, there it is. You are in a theater. And in front of you, it's where all the magic happens. And after five minutes that you are there, you can see schools of hammerheads already. Only five minutes. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and I am so excited about this episode of Diving the Galapagos. And many of you may or may not know that this podcast was born on this dive trip in the Galapagos. Uh, back in 2017, I came up with the concept for the podcast. I, I had settled on experiences that you should have. And conveniently, I had a trip planned to the Galapagos about three weeks later, right after I decided I was going to do this. I bought microphones. I had not done any interviews. And I realized that the people that I wanted to interview are the people that value experiences, I knew it would be the guests on that boat, and I just didn't know who those people were going to be. So I brought microphones with me, some recording equipment. I was just learning, learning as I go. I'm, I'm still learning today. And I started interviewing guests on the boat, uh, diving the Galapagos on this amazing week-long trip. And those those episodes became some of the first few episodes on the podcast. If you go back and listen to episodes from three and a half years ago, back in 2017. But what was interesting is that I didn't interview anybody about diving the Galapagos at the time because we were still diving the Galapagos. We hadn't experienced it yet. And and I wanted to interview someone very knowledgeable about the trip who wanted to be interviewed. And I went on the boat on the master liveaboards on the Galapagos master V and um, go go check out their website masterliveaboards.com and and click on Galapagos and and you'll find some some schedule and rates and that sort of thing but I went through I went through them and the boat was amazing it was probably one of my favorite liveaboards now this is not um, a cruise ship. This is not hundreds of, of people. Uh, we had about maybe 11 divers on board plus staff. And we had the most amazing experience. And this is one of the few places in the world where you can go and swim with schooling hammerheads. And that had been a dream of mine since I was a little girl. And so to be able to make that dream a reality was so inspirational. And I wanted to create a podcast that painted the picture of amazing experiences and actually walk people through what they need to know, what type of certifications, what type of skills, what do you need to bring, how much do you need to save uh, to be able to go do these amazing experiences. 
And so it, it, this just means so much. But I interviewed Natalia Cifuentes. She also goes by Natty. And she works for uh, Master Liveaboards. And she works on the boat that I went out on. And now we didn't meet three and a half years ago. Um, I was actually diving with her mentor at the time. And now she is on this boat. And I would love to go back there. And uh, and. Natty, Natty Cifuentes Vivante, uh, she's an underwater guide at the Galapagos National Park. Um, and she's been guiding on the Master Liveaboard for the last four years. She is a PADI IDC staff instructor, and she is obsessed with all the marine life. And she has an adventurous personality. She loves what she does, and she loves teaching the importance of and the value of the Galapagos' unique marine life. Um, she loves free diving, and she has a direct connection to the ocean. And that is who is here today sharing this amazing experience of diving the Galapagos. Let's welcome Natty. Welcome, Natty, to the show. I am so excited to have you here. Hello, I'm good. I'm a little bit excited about what is going to happen in the next few minutes. I'm ready to start talking about the Galapagos. Absolutely. Gosh, my I love the Galapagos, and I haven't been since 2017, and you live in the Galapagos. That's amazing. I do. I'm lucky. Yeah. Uh, so for our listeners, uh, I take it that many of our listeners probably have not dove the Galapagos. Can you just take take our listeners on on the liveaboard? Uh, where does this adventure start? Well, in for the ones that you know, don't know about it, the Galapagos, it's an archipelago. So we have a few islands and we have two airports. Our company, that is the Galapagos Masters, starts in the capital of the Galapagos Islands, that is the island of San Cristobal. And that's where the itinerary of our trip starts, in the island of San Cristobal. I started out in San Cristobal, uh, gosh, four, four plus years ago. And it was such an amazing island. We just walked around the island it felt very safe everybody was friendly it's the same atmosphere still yeah isn't the galapagos one of the safest countries well i guess you're in ecuador so i guess exactly. it's one of the safest islands it is right it is uh, we are lucky enough to live in a bubble uh -huh. i believe we are um so we are not free of robberies and different things that it could happen in all over the places. But we are a little bit more protected because all of us, we know each other. And when something bad happens, especially with a tourist that comes here, immediately we find where the problem started and the values are back. So yes, it's a really safe place to live. Yeah, it's absolutely stunning. So you you fly into to San Cristobal 
and and the master v comes and picks you up there and then where do you where do you go first well we are gonna meet each other at the airport that's where the guides we are gonna be picking you up and we are gonna move probably around five to ten minutes until town and once that we are over there, we are going to take the dinghy and we are going to move to the boat that our uh, crew members are going to be waiting for you guys. And once that we are on the boat, we are going to give you a small briefing and we are going to do a checkout dive that day. And the checkout dive is on San Cristobal, correct? Yes, only a few meters away from where the boat is anchored. Mm-hmm. And only we are going to make a few exercises, the normal ones, like removing your regulator, cleaning your mask. But especially, we are going to take enough time to measure the weights that you are going to need toward the trip. That is very important. Uh, really? I, <laughs> I remember on our checkout dive there in San Cristobal <laughs> that there were some very friendly uh, seals that stop by our sea lions. Sea lions, many. I love that you came here before because you can imagine what I'm talking to you about. And it's really nice. <laughs> the sea lions, since the moment that our customers, they touch the water, the sea lions, they come and they make a beautiful show in front of your eyes in only 10 meters water. <laughs> and they're they're so playful and, and they fun. do they do <laughs> it just it just make you happy um it's it's the way to start a trip you know it's mm-hmm. the first five minutes that you are touching cold water by the way because most of the time on the checkout dive we have the most uh, the coldest water <laughs> so remember that if you're coming here but the sea lions they make a a beautiful show. Uh, how cold is the water? I forgot. Um, if I, it depends which season you are coming, but it will be around seventeen Fahrenheit. No, Celsius. Sorry. Uh, on Fahrenheit, I don't remember how much it is. So if it's seventeen Celsius. Yes. Normally, it's the coldest that it's going to be in the islands of Isabella and Fernandina. Because I don't know if you remember at that time, we have different type of temperature of the water. Mm-hmm. When you go to Darwin and Wolf, that it's the north of the archipelago, the temperature, it's an average of 26 degrees. But then when you are in the south part of the archipelago, that it's San Cristobal, Fernandina or Isabella, the temperature, it could drop to 17 or even 14 Celsius. So that's a swing of 78 degrees Fahrenheit over at Darwin and Wolf down to 57 degrees Fahrenheit, which is quite a swing. So, yeah. Wow. So Do you remember that? I remember it being very cold uh, <laughs> when we were diving with Mola Molas. Um, exactly, Isabella. Yes, yes. And uh, Darwin and Wolf still felt cool, but not as cold. Um, yeah. so I think it was around 75 or 72 
degrees. Also, Fahrenheit it depends on which time of the season, the year you are coming. Mm -hmm. The seasons they change a little bit, so the temperature can drop a few degrees lower. Yeah. Or up. So after the checkout dive, where to next? We are going to start our navigation to the next island that we are going to visit on the following day on a land tour. That it's going to be the island of Seymour, North Seymour, where yeah. we are going to visit it. Um, we are going to see as well over there some birds and some sea lions and also the plantiwanas. I don't know if you have that last time when you were here. Uh, I do remember going to Seymour, and and when we got there, we saw lots of blue-footed boobies over there. The boobies, too. Yes. yes. The frigate birds. Yes, we saw the frigates, but we didn't see them with the red puffed chests, as you might see in many Galapagos guidebooks. Hmm. Yeah, the mating season. Yes, yes. I don't think we were there at the right time. Yeah, probably. It could be. Yeah, yeah. So did you enjoy the walk? I did. It was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful walk, but I was excited to go underwater though. Yeah. I can imagine <laughs> after flying for that long. <laughs> it's a long trip to get to the Galapagos. You you have to fly into uh Quito or Guayaquil. Uh, yes, Guayaquil. So we flew into Guayaquil and then you fly over into San Cristobal. Plus the international flight that you did before that. <laughs> yes, yes. Which I flew see, from Oregon. <laughs> so it was a long, it was a long ways. I always can see that in my customers' eyes, how desperate they are to get into the water. Yes. <laughs> just like the land is beautiful but let's 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 go under uh i know but the same day we do a first dive at the island of baltra yes so after the land tour we are gonna have a few minutes on the boat to relax to eat something and later on we are gonna make the first real dive that it's gonna be in the island of baltra that normally over there, what are we going to do? It's we are going to perform some of the skills that we are going to need during the trip. Like what? For example, inflator our SMB. Mm -hmm. What it could happen that here in Galapagos, sometimes we can be uh, drift apart from the group and we need, uh, we need to go back to the surface. So as a skill that we practice before, the trip is to use our SMB in a way that if anything happens in the future, we know how to use it and if it works properly. So that's why we do the dive at Baltra because it's a really easy place where we don't have current at all. So normally we recommend our customers to prove that the equipment is working perfectly, that they don't have any problems with their mask, we are performing a real dive, so it's going to last around 45 to 50 minutes, sorry. Mm -hmm. So then we will know if uh, they needed a bigger tank or a smaller tank. So the first dive at Baltra, it's quite interesting, I will say. Not only to see what's going on around, but also to check to our customers if they have everything ready to go mm -hmm. to Darwin and Wolf, because on the following day, we are going to be at Darwin for two full days. And 
Darwin is one of the best dive spots in the world, right? At you Darwin can tell Arch. us. <laughs> it's amazing. This is a bucket list experience is to dive Darwin and Wolf. Now, most people, when they think of the Galapagos, they think of, well, the islands are very close together, but Darwin and Wolf are very far away. How long is the boat ride from Baltra to uh, Darwin? It depends on how the currents are and the wind too. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, it's really hard for us to tell exactly the amount of hours that the boat ride it could be. But an average, it's between 18 to 21. I had an experience in the past that it took us almost 24 hours. So, so a full adventure. 18 to even 24 hour boat ride away and you're still in the Galapagos. That is a, that's quite the distance. It is a distance. What is the distance in kilometers or miles? If I don't remember, uh, let me think. I think it's around 31 nautical miles, but I don't remember well. It's a long, long ride. <laughs> so as soon as we leave, as soon as we finish the dive at Valtra, immediately we start the navigation. Why? Because we want to wake up and be at Darwin. Because as you said it before, it's one of the most incredible place to dive. So earlier we dive, early we arrive, sorry, early mm -hmm. we can dive. Because something that we have to remember about the Galapagos is that it's at the Ecuadorian line. So the sunrise and sunset, it's always at around 6 a.m., 6 p.m. So we have to schedule four dives at Darwin at those 12 hours. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit hard to try to make everything on time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we depend a lot of, on nature and how the conditions are too. That's why it's hard to say an hour exactly right. that it could right. take us to arrive there. Yeah. So this is not a just a simple hour or two boat ride over. This is a this is a full no. trek. It's a it's a solid day uh, to get there. And See, but I think it's something beautiful about the expeditions that we have here, is because in total you are gonna be visiting around six to eight islands in each trip that you make with us. So it's not that you visit only one place, you are gonna be moving quite a lot to see different things from hammerheads to cold animals that you have to go to 30 meters depth to check on those ones like a sunfish. And that's because we can move that much, I think. And mm. we are at the right place too, of course. <laughs> yeah. So over at Darwin, there's there's a rock arch there. How how was that formed? It was there. There are sea mountains under the water. That's how the island of Darwin uh, it's created. But of course, you know that these sea mountains um, they are there. The volcanic tip that we see. Mm -hmm. 
before or in the around of the sea mountain, that is the island of Darwin, a little uplifting. It's what it's the arch now, but because of the currents and the wind, it's a lot of eruption on it and it creates this beautiful shape that we have now. That's, it is iconic. It's iconic, it is. And below Darwin, is what that's makes... when the magic happens <laughs> yes, it is it's the moment i lived it's the for. moment yes so tell our listeners what it's that's, like diving at darwin i think i think it's how the trip starts until you are in that moment at darwin you are at the checkout dive, you see the sea lions, then you're at Seymour, you see a lot of birds around you. You make this incredible long navigation until Darwin, that it's a desert. Around you, it's nothing. It's you in the middle of the boat, moving and moving into the blue until when you wake up. You see this magical arch in the middle of nowhere with all the fog, because of course we have fog that puts extra drama in the scenario. Uh, yeah. You put your wetsuit on so fast, like you never did it in your life because you are so excited about what it's outside. You go probably from the boat, uh, from where the boat is until the diving site, it's around five minutes in the Zodiac. And then when you hear your guide saying, Mask on, regulator, one, two, three, go. Everyone, it's in the water, kicking down until they hold into this beautiful underwater platform. And after five seconds that you are holding there, checking if you have everything right, you see where your body is. And in the moment that you look up, there it is. You are in a theater and in front of you, it's where all the magic happens. And after five minutes that you are there, you can see schools of hammerheads already. Only five minutes. I don't know how your experience was over there. Tell me, I want to hear it. Yes. Uh, as we, we hung out there and we saw, you know, the little fish in front of us against the dark blue backdrop, then, then you could see these shapes and they multiplied. And before you <laughs> knew it, you just saw like a hundred hammerheads in front of you. And that right there is the moment that we had all been waiting for the, to be surrounded by schooling hammerheads. It's an IMAX experience. <laughs> That's what I always tell my customers. That's how I feel. It's an IMAX experience. You are there seated with your regulator, with the water around you, you move with the flow, you know, and you have this show in front of your eyes. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. It is the ultimate bucket list experience. I mean, we talk about all sorts of things on the podcast, but this moment is one of the most memorable and one that will always stick with me. Mm -hmm. 
I love to hear that. <laughs> now, when we went, it was also a whale shark season over there. Yes. And we got to see a giant pregnant whale shark just come over us and and then also just being in the zodiac you had like dolphins jumping and there was a whale breaching it was it was a musical of nature surrounding us and we only saw a glimpse of of one boat while we were there um is it the humboldt did i say is it the humboldt i think we saw it could be yeah but we felt out there. We are truly out there. There was no other tourist boats. Uh, there's You can't step foot on the islands. And we were just surrounded by amazing nature. It was perfect. Every second that you are on that boat, it's incredible. It's a, an adventure, I think. The Zodiac ride, always it's something to see. Maybe they are the dolphins, or maybe it's the landscape that takes your breath away. And each island, it's different. And that's why I love this place that much. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So moving from Darwin, where do you go next? So after spending two days at Darwin, we are going to move to the south already. Darwin is going to be the northest point on the trip. So later on, we are going to move to Wolf, that it's going to be uh, the next stop. And over there, we are going to make another four dives. And as well, we can see the same type of activity that we have at Darwin. So basically, hammerheads, Galapagos sharks, whale sharks too, different type of uh, fish, sea turtles, and different things that show up sometimes that it keeps surprising us, like killer whales. Wow, killer whales. How many times have you seen them there? During the dive, we had uh, the best luck ever two years ago. And at Darwin, we saw them during the dive. So that was incredible. Um, and at the surface, we have seasons that we can see them more often, like this season, that it's February, January, March, and at Wolf, we can see them the most. Oh, I love that. And when I went to Wolf, we dove in a sea cave. Uh, is that still part of the itinerary? The secret cave? Or it was the sea cave where you, you go in and... I know we saw turtles and sea lions and it's more like a cavern. Oh yes. No? Yes. Yeah, sea. a cavern. Uh-huh. See, see, we use it sometimes, but we depend on how or oh, how many lights or torches our customers they have. Mm-hmm. I remember that was just such an amazing experience because we've dove a many cenotes in Mexico, but they're freshwater. Uh, so it was fun to find find a saltwater uh, cavern and see sea creatures in it versus in a cenote, you're not seeing much wildlife inside. Uh, no, I love, I love that dive, the secret cave. I think yes. it's one of the most beautiful dives at Wolf. <laughs> we have 
three, basically two dive sites that we present to our customers. But maybe you remember those. Uh, one is Shark Bay, and the other one it's El Derrumbe or Landslide. So, if those two are incredible and they want to do a third dive to change a little bit the activity, the different type of activity that you can see, and when they are not such in love of sharks anymore or they got tired, <laughs> we take them to the secret cave because it's a different type of dive. Um, you don't expect to see over their hammerheads or Galapagos sharks, but the atmosphere inside the cave, I think it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's a relaxing diving, I will say, that one. Yeah, I loved it on, on the way out when you can see the entrance to the cavern. To it's just this beautiful, yes, it's just that perfect shade of teal against the black backdrop and you can turn off your light and just follow it out and it's one of the most spectacular pictures for your eyes to see normally we do that dive in the afternoon and i think or normally the feedback that i have from my customers is that they love it yeah. it's a perfect ending from darwin and then to wolf Mm -hmm. And they finish over there and they love it. I love to hear that you enjoy it because it's different from, you know, the dives at Darwin and Wolf. Sometimes when we present this to our customers, we are not sure if they are going to like it or not. But most of the time, they love it. Um, yes, I mean, it, it absolutely stood out. Um, so leaving, leaving Wolf, where, where do you go next? After Wolf, we are going to make another long navigation again, mm -hmm. and we are going to arrive to the next island that it's going to be the island of Isabella. Mm -hmm. And that day, we are going to perform two dives in the morning to try to see the Mola Mola or sunfish. Mm -hmm. And on the same day, we are going to move to the island that it's in front of Isabella, that it's Fernandina. And over there, it's where we are going to perform the dive that it's my favorite dive in the entire itinerary that it's with the Marine Iwala. Yes! <laughs> I don't know if you are making the interview to me or if I'm making the interview to you. <laughs> I love to hear you. It's fascinating. Oh, God. I mean, the marine iguanas, they sun themselves all day long working to build up energy to then See. go out and feed. See, I know. And oh. after all the customers, they saw thousands and millions of whale sharks and hammerheads and Galapagos sharks. When they dive with those little Godzillas, they ended up the day with the biggest smile ever. It's my personal favorite diving site. Everything there, it's incredible. And just to see them eating underwater and, and then swimming and moving their tail. It's just like this oh, prehistoric see. animal. See? It's they're they're incredible. And you are there. That's what I love the most about this trip. And it's an IMAX experience, but it's true. We are allowed to be there with them when they are eating. And you can see 
all the things that you just said, like when they are basking, waiting to warm up, you see them, how they jump into the water, how they are moving, how they hold their breath and they go down just to eat their food. It's, and we are there. <laughs> and we are there in front of them. Millions of them, by the way. But that's Galapagos. It is stunning. It is. You would not see that anywhere else in the world. It's an, our most, for me, endemic diving animal. <laughs> it, it looks like you're looking at prehistoric history. It's Godzilla. I'm sure <laughs> the guy that made the movie came here to Galapagos and he was a diver. And I want to ask him. Because I'm sure he made Godzilla after yeah. diving here with these little ones. They move the same way as the little that monster in the movie. The yeah. same way. Yeah. Oh gosh, it, it's amazing. But before that, we made two dives at Isabella with a sunfish. Mm -hmm. That is another incredible underwater animal that we have here and we have really good chances to see the sunfish we we saw them and it was amazing because we would i don't know be down at 50 feet and two large sunfish or also known as mola mola would just appear out of nowhere and and then there they are, and they might be swimming in circles. And they're just so weird and bony and large that I, I don't know. I, I've, never, I've never dove with a mola mola until I went to the Galapagos. Did you know before that you were able to see a mola maybe? No, I I had no idea that we were going to do that until we were on the trip. I remember my my ear was clogged and I'm like, no, <laughs> not today. <laughs> so not today. I did all of my tricks to get it unclogged and and I was able to to go on the dive. And I was that's the so grateful. That's the advantage to have two different type of water temperature what we were talking at the beginning, because at Darwin and Wolf, because they are on the north part of the archipelago, the temperature is so warm that the sharks, they live more in that area, those type of sharks, of course. Mm -hmm. And then in the islands in the south, that they are they're a little bit colder, like Isabella and Fernandina, it's where you can see the um, marine iguanas that they live in cold water. And then the sunfish that as well, they are here in cold water. And in Isabella, we most of the time see the sunfish. Like I always say to my customers, like I don't want, like to say numbers, but around an 80% because we have a cleaning station area for sunfish. So that's something unique that we have here in Galapagos because the sunfish comes to you, like you said before. So then again, it's an IMAX experience. Mm -hmm. You are waiting there and they come to you. And not only one, like you say, two. It is an experience to remember. And 
And it's so amazing that you can go on one trip and experience so much variety underwater. Mm. Variety, yeah. That's the word. And and then be on the boat and see um, a flock of frigates flying above you or or uh, boobies. Dolphins. Yeah, dolphins, whales. Uh, it's it's incredible. This is an incredible experience. So, I'm curious about some lo- some logistics here. When is the best time to go to swim with schooling hammerheads? At my personal opinion, the best time to die with hammerhead schooling, I will say, between January until. July, even sometimes September. Mm-hmm. Now, what type of certifications do you need to have to be able to go on this trip? I will say that an advance, it will be a the beginning of what do you need because normally our dives they're going to be deeper than 18 meters Mm -hmm. so you will need to go basically to 90 feet so minimum you will need the advanced uh, license but a part of that you need to be comfortable under the water i remember there being currents and even a downward pushing current where we might be at 60 feet and then quickly be at 90 feet. And that's not See. something that I would experience in, in other parts of the world. See, that's why my suggestion always, it's the minimum that it's request for the company, it's 50 dives. But even though you need to be comfortable under the water. Sometimes we have customers that they dove a hundred dives, but in places that it's no current at all and the temperature, it's quite warm. And when they come over here, they face different conditions from the temperature to even feeling some currents under the water. So again, it's more about the experience and the places that you dove before Galapagos and also feeling comfortable under the water with different situations, I will say. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked about the variety of temperatures there. Uh, what, what type of suit or what size, uh, what suit should people bring? Normally, I will suggest a seven millimeter wetsuit. And then when we get to colder water, like Isabella and Fernandina bring extra layers to put on top, like mm-hmm. shorties or a vest, hoodies, and do not forget to bring gloves. You're going to use your gloves the entire trip from the day one. Mm-hmm. Now, how long is the trip from start to finish? It's an eight days, seven night trip. So you start on Monday and you ended up another Monday, the following Monday. Mm-hmm. And you also have to account for time to get to uh, Waikil or Quito. 
and then fly over to San Cristobal and spend a night in San Cristobal before you get on the boat. So there's additional days involved. Um, so plan accordingly your time off because you're not going to be able to be re- working remote out on Darwin or, or Wolf. See, that's why at the beginning I said we had only two airports and Unfortunately, when customers, they miss a flight, it's impossible to stop the trip and wait for them. Mm-hmm. So it's a good idea to arrive a few days or one day minimum before mm-hmm. the cruise starts. Yeah. I was so paranoid that I even arrived in Waikil early and then we arrived in St. Cristobal early. Uh, I did not want to miss that But it's a good boat. idea. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, anything it's, can happen, you know. Exactly. And plus, it's it's hard to get here. So it's mm-hmm. a good idea to come a few days before. You can visit Ecuador, do some stuff over there, mm-hmm. and then come to the Galapagos and spend the week with us. Absolutely. Now, what is the cost of the liveaboard trip? I have no idea on that, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to give just some rough numbers that you might need to expect um, paying something like um, $4,000 to $5,000. Now, we are in weird times. There might be additional discounts out there. Yes. Uh, I know that. Yeah. And then typically we always tipped about 10 to 15% of the trip cost. Um, Does that sound about right to you? It's a difficult subject (laughs) to touch. (laughs) Um, I don't want to say anything about it. It's not a problem because (laughs) this maybe sounds good or wrong to my company. And then I don't want to have any problems with that. I just say tip appropriately. These dive these dive guides are taking you out in the middle of nowhere and and they are and the crew members. It's a teamwork. Yes, absolutely. Um, I love my crew members. You met them because basically they are the same ones as you met a few years ago. Oh wow. We are a team company and that's why I'm the most proud of. Um mm. And those guys, they put the same energy as us, the guys, to work. So, yeah, it's 11 of us that we are working that week mm-hmm. for the customers that they come to experience all these incredible things. So how many people are on the boat total? Crew, staff, and passengers? It's 27. 27 people. So this is not a carnival cruise, everybody. This is a, a very Diving. intimate experience. Um, now, we are in the times of COVID right now. So are, yes. are there trips going out right now or are things on pause? And we are recording this in January of 2021 for our listeners. At the moment, my boat is at a dry dock doing some maintenance, but until a week before, we were doing trips to the north. We started in October 2020, and we did it until last week. So yes, we are working at the COVID time. 
So for people arriving in Ecuador, do they need to show a negative COVID test or yes. a vaccine? How is that working? A PCR. Mm-hmm. So you need to take a PCR before you get to Ecuador and exactly. show that paperwork? 72 hours before you come here, yes. And then are people wearing masks on the boat? Yes. I mean, the customers, if they want not to use their mask, they have to discuss that as a group. But the crew members that we work for the company, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes customers in the outside areas, they don't want to wear the mask and it's okay, but they have to discuss that between all of them. Okay, got it. Um, Now, what if you're a non-diver, but... Maybe you have a partner who is a diver. Is would you recommend this trip for them, or would you recommend for them to stay home or stay on an island or do something else? I will recommend them to still come to the Galapagos, but to do a different activity, not a diving cruise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because on the diving cruise, all the activities are diving. Yes, yes, and. Are there any land-based uh, tour companies you'd you'd recommend for non-divers out there? Everywhere. If they come to Santa Cruz, there are many offices in the main street that they can pick and make daily tours. They can take a cruise from here, a smaller time on days, maybe a three-day cruise, a five-day cruise until they wait for the lover one to come back after Darwin and Wolf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My gosh. I mean, the Galapagos is so amazing. I mean, it's the famous. You should come back again. I would love to come back again. <laughs> I will be waiting for you next time. You have your guide now. I will. I will be there. I want to come. My gosh. I, I love it there. I absolutely love it there. I'd love to take my husband. I, I left him at home on this trip. Uh, we had a, a two-year-old at the time. And uh, it was exciting because she learned what a mola mola was while I was diving. And now she always draws mola molas for me, even years later. Uh, And your husband is a diver as well? He is a diver, uh, but he stayed home and took care of our little girl. Uh, so I could good decision. I could go dive. It was so really, it was really amazing. Um, But I, I, took about two weeks in order to do the full Galapagos trip and make it down there with enough time, as well as make all the different flights back home as well. Um, so it's, it's, it's quite an amazing trip. Now, Which how one long- was your favorite moment? Sorry, I need to know oh, this. Yeah. The entire trip. Which it was, was the your schooling, moment? schooling hammerheads. That, that was the dream. That's, I've dreamed about that my my whole life. And I always thought I needed to go to Coco's Island to swim with schooling hammerheads mm. until I, I found that I could do it in, in the Galapagos. And I I hopped on. I, I came. <laughs> you have to do Coco's too. Yes. All I the went- Pacific, I think it's incredible under the water. Yeah. So maybe we so meet Cocos? in maybe we meet in Coco's. And Galapagos. We should. Yes, maybe maybe we should do that. <laughs> we're we're going to do all the things, Natty. 
it's well we can no one stop us so why not start from there let's go to Kakos let's go um okay so we we um, make sure we are getting our our logistics here so you talked about January through July you know being able to see the schooling hammerheads but if you had to pick one month you you're a guide what when would you come personally I think it depends what do you want to see under the water because mm-hmm. we have the whale shark seasons too mm-hmm. and that's from June to December and it's madness crazy you can <laughs> die with four 16 meters whale shark around 52 feet whale sharks yeah so it's like diving with submarines yes yes like five meters away from you they are massive uh, the one we they saw are. was pregnant and huge it was just this massive whale shark and um, they are so slowly they are chill they are relaxed they approach us so we can enjoy the moment with them mm-hmm. in a beautiful way, an harmonic way, you know? That, that's why I love Darwin this way. It's, it's a theater. It, it's so relaxing. And the whale shark season, it's something that you don't want to miss. So mm-hmm. my favorite month, I will say it's October. October. Yes, because it's my birthday first. Ah. And I always <laughs> give myself the best present in the world that it's diving a Darwin and Wolf. So oh. I work always on my birthday because I love it. Um, yeah. Normally, we have really good activity of hammerheads. I mean, nice, nice ones uh, on the whale sharks. It's like a little mix. Oh, October sounds lovely. I think we went in September, um, and we had a we had a nice mix as well. Now, See, our, those months are beautiful. <laughs> now I remember a guy talking about penguins, but we didn't make it there. Where where are the penguins? It's in Isabela, at the same place that you see the sunfish, and okay. also maybe uh, you can see them in Fernandina, in the cold water. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's just so, there's so many things to do. It's so many. I feel like this trip needs to be 14 days. Or maybe you have to come back again, like you. Okay. All right. It sounds like I need to come back. <laughs> yes. We have, I think, 11 day itinerary too. Ooh. On Masters. And normally, if I'm not wrong, those are um, February and March. But mm-hmm. normally they change year after year, so it's better always to double check with their website. Okay. So the boat's going through some maintenance right now, but is it scheduled to See? go back out again soon? See, after they finish, that it's going to be at the end of February, we are going to be back on board. Wow, not even COVID is stopping the Galapagos trips. So... You adventure seekers out there, go get your vaccines or do whatever you need to do to feel safe and get a test and head out to the Galapagos for the ultimate diving experience. Um, are, are there any other tips that you'd like to add for our listeners? 
brain gloves. Yeah. I think that was the most important one. And then nothing else. This place does the rest. What we always ask you before you come here is to understand the place that the Galapagos is, that it's a unique place all over the world. And we have to respect it for what it is. So over here, it's really important to follow the rules that the guides we are going to give to you. And those rules are from the national park. And thanks to those rules, we still have a place like the one that we have. So always listen to your underwater guide. That's the best tip I will give you. Uh, that's very well said. Uh I know we could keep on continuing on about the Galapagos, but I wanted you listeners to hear the experience of diving the Galapagos and experiencing the Galapagos underwater. And you painted that picture beautifully. Thank you. Thank you for joining, Maddie. And hopefully I will see you in the Galapagos where this podcast was born. It was a pleasure for me to receive this email from you and I will be waiting <laughs> at the Galapagos Master for your second time at the Galapagos with us. Uh, okay, well, maybe this time I'll bring my husband. Yes, do that, please. I will, I will. All right, well, until our next adventure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have. And if you are interested in diving the Galapagos, um, I just took a look and the the rates that I'm seeing are, are much lower than what I saw um, even years ago. Um, I do see there is um, a lot of full boats, but there are some waiting lists and there are some available boats for later in 2021. Um, so definitely check it out. Um, there's some trips um, ranging from, gosh, like 2200 per person um, up to 4500 per person uh, and, and, and higher if, if you want um, maybe a premium room. But that's a great deal, guys. This is these are great prices to go and experience diving the Galapagos. This is an epic trip. Now, this is not a land trip. Uh, I would highly recommend even booking a land trip um, before or after the dive trip because you're going to have a very different experience. Um, so, go check out those prices. Um, I feel like the vaccines are coming. And uh, what, whatever you think on vaccines, but when you feel like it is safe to travel, there are some great prices out there to the Galapagos. And I was even just curious. I was looking at flights from Oregon uh, to Waikil, Ecuador, which is one of the cities you have to connect with to, to get over um, to the Galapagos. And just even from Oregon to Waikil, Ecuador, I was seeing round trip tickets for around $550 in a few months. But yes, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. So the prices are still good. I'm I'm still not going anywhere, but it is sure it's really tempting. And if 
Um, if you've built up any immunities or you feel good with travel, there are some great prices out there and incredible trips to go on. Um, so definitely check it out. Masterliveaboards.com. I cannot say more great things about this boat. I highly, highly recommend them. It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life and the staff and crew and everybody just went over and beyond and and it was an incredible experience I will never forget. So guys, more adventures are coming. I'm hoping we're going to get to travel more in 2021 or 2022. It's, it's coming. I'm starting to think about travel maybe in the fall. But there's some really cool places out there and really amazing things. And maybe if you're not traveling right now, now would be a good time uh, to go get your diving certification. Go do the book work and be ready for when the pools open and, and go do those checkout dives and go dive around the world or be working on whatever certification you need to go make that bucket list dream a reality. And it doesn't have to take six months. And you can go spend a week in the Galapagos or take 10 days off work and, and it will be okay. And <laughs> go have an adventure of a lifetime. It is, oh gosh, it's such a special place. I'm just gushing about the Galapagos now. Also, if you listen to this podcast and you love this podcast and you are listening to this podcast on an iPhone, if you could kindly open up that purple podcast app and search for this podcast, subscribe if you haven't, and please leave a five-star review. If this wasn't your jam, you know, you just don't have to tell anybody about it. It's totally fine. And please tell tell a friend, tell a neighbor, please share this episode. I'm going to have a full write-up of the show notes on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. I'll have links to the Master Liveaboard so you can check out their schedule, rates, what's going on. If maybe you're, you're a new scuba diver, now would be the time to go work on those skills so you can do some of these amazing dives that, that are a little bit more advanced. Um, but go go hone in those skills and go work on them and go get a lake and bring a dive buddy and social distance underwater, guys. So thank you for listening and until our next adventure.